Hello and welcome to the Deception Tips Podcast, where you will learn amazing cues to detect deceit that will help you read people like never before. I'm your host, Spencer Kaufman. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Deception Tip episode number 99. Last week we had a great topic. We talked about how pathological liars will sometimes display their truths like lies. And what that means is that when they are speaking, they're normally lying all the time. They're pathological liars. So they tell lies like, quote, unquote, normal people tell regular words or everyday conversation. They simply speak lies all the time. And then, because there's no battle between their conscious and unconscious over these lies, when they tell the truth, it becomes a little uncomfortable. It becomes uncomfortable because the unconscious doesn't know what's going on. It says, hey, wait a minute, this isn't normal. This isn't our normal behavior. What is happening? I'm not comfortable with this, so I'm going to leak some signs to let people know that it's not our normal behavior, that it's not going to match the baseline. And therefore, when you're watching or interacting with pathological liars, you may see that these signs of deception that we've been learning about, they may be displayed when they're telling the truth. You'll see that. And this is what you're noticing is that it's a deviation from their baseline behavior or their normal behavior. So watch for that. Anytime someone's normal behavior changes, something's going on. Now, if they're a pathological liar, it may be because they're finally telling the truth. Now, we talked about pathological liars in a previous episode, number 94. And there we stated that they are not going to show all of these signs simply because they're so used to lying. So if you haven't listened to that one, I encourage you to do so. That was Deception Tip, episode number 94. And then, of course, last week's was episode number 98. So check both of those out. Listen to them again and then share them with a friend. Today, we are going to talk about another great tip. This one is more of a strategy that you can use when you are interacting with other people. It's very valuable when you are about to get to the truth or when you feel like you've started to build a little bit of rapport with that person or you're gaining a little bit. You're finally starting to make some headway. You're breaking through the ice, if you will. This is something that you can use to help you get the information out of that person. It's kind of like a strategy of getting them to like you, of agreeing with them type of a thing, and moving forward and getting that information. We've mentioned it several times throughout all of these episodes. We've also given you other tactics and strategies to use that are very important and that you hopefully have been practicing and have been incorporating into your conversation. We talked about one of these strategies that relates to today's episode way back in episode number 84, and that was relating language and how it's important to get the person you're speaking with to feel like you guys relate to each other. You can use some language that makes them feel like you relate to them and that makes them feel like they relate to you. And now that is two different things, even though, yeah, well, we're both relating to each other. No, no, no. If they feel like you relate to them, 
it's different than if they feel like they relate to you. It's kind of like if you look up to someone and if someone looks up to you. Well, that's two different things, even though it's the same verbiage explaining it. So, if you want some more information on that, tune in to episode number 84, but it closely relates to today's episode because both of these tactics are working to build some rapport and relationship with the person you're speaking to, so with that liar, let's call it. You're working to get them to like you more so that they let their guard down, so that they will be more apt to open up and talk to you. It's something that it doesn't really matter if you do or don't like them. It's what they believe. And so you could really dislike that person, but if you're going to work with them or try to get the truth out of them, well, then you need to pretend for a little bit. You might have to engage in a little deception yourself in order to solicit the truth out of that person. So here it is. This is Deception Tip episode number 99. It can be helpful to agree with liars on little things. If they think they fooled you, they may let their guard down. Here it is again, deception tip number 99. It can be helpful to agree with liars on little things. If they think they fooled you, they may let their guard down. So what are these little things that you should be agreeing with? And what kind of lies are they? Well, there are a lot of different things that you could kind of go along with them with or engage in the conversation with them with. But the main thing is to let some stuff go. So if you know that they're lying about things that aren't really trivial, if you're trying to find out what happened in a certain situation and you know that they're lying about some detail in their alibi that is three hours before that situation, then does that really matter? And so are you going to focus your time on that lie or are you going to try to get to the part that you really want to know? And that's what I'm saying by the little things. You don't really have to agree with every lie or with every little thing, but you can let it go. So instead of calling out all of those lies, you may choose to kind of look over them for now at least. And then when you find out what you want to know, you may determine that, hey, wait a second, that might tie in to what they were doing yesterday or what they were doing four hours earlier, and they lied about that. Let's come back to that. But since you have a bigger goal, you have like priority number one for finding out the truth, you're going to pass over priorities four, five, three, and two, and all those to get to priority number one. Once you find out number one, you could circle back to the others. And remember, calling out every single lie may not always be the best idea and the best thing for you to do. Because if you're spending time in conversation calling out all those little lies, how likely is it that you're going to get to that big one? And they're going to be exhausted. They're going to feel like you're not cooperating at all. And they're not going to tell you anything. So if you're calling out every single lie and questioning everything they say, what are the odds they're going to want to keep talking to you? Very slim. We talked about calling out lies in Deception Tip episode number 88, by the way. So which lies should you focus on calling out and which should you look over? Also, how do you go about 
engaging in this conversation and building rapport and getting this relationship going so that they are more apt to continue to talk to you. We're going to find out all about it coming up right after this. Would you like to know if you're being lied to? Lies are everywhere and they could be happening to you. A Guide to Deception is a great book filled with information on how to spot lies. Get your copy today online at spencercoffman.com. Welcome back to Deception Tip episode number 99 where we are talking about how agreeing with liars and how letting lies go may help you get to the bigger picture or get to the bottom of the real story, what you're really trying to find out. Now before we took a little break, we said how can you do this or how which lies should you let go and how do you engage in this conversation to build that rapport so that people will tell you more. Well, we've got some several strategies for this, some several strategies, that's good. So that means there's more than several. Remember all these episodes I'm recording on the fly. I don't have any prepared material really. It's just right from me to you. So you're going to hear a few little slips and natural conversational pieces. Keep that in mind and hopefully you appreciate it because it's a little more genuine. I'm not scripting this for you. This isn't some polished, tailored thing that's going right to your ears. This is the real deal. We're really diving into each one of these tips and I'm giving you the knowledge that I have and that I've spent years learning. So hopefully you'll appreciate that if you do consider leaving a review. There we go. There's a little plug for that. Now, diving in, you want to converse with these people. When you're trying to get the truth from them, you're going to, number one, you got to let them talk. You got to let them talk. And now we've talked about this in a previous deception tip, how you allowing the liars to talk or letting them speak. And we've also talked about becoming silent and staying silent. Those were some really important tips on for you as in become silent so that you create that awkward silence and then staying silent to kind of let them talk. I'm not going to go over exactly which tip every single one is because at this point I could spend half the episode naming all of the tips that we've talked about. So we've talked about those things. Those are great rapport builders. I encourage you to check them out. Check out the videos or the podcasts or the blog posts, whatever, to review your mind and refresh your memory. So those things really help by allowing them to speak, not interrupting them, being quiet. Those really help build that rapport because then they feel like what they're saying matters, like you actually want to listen. You're not cutting them off. Well, they're talking another thing. This is important too. When they are talking, you need to be thinking about what they're saying, not thinking about what you are going to say next. Oftentimes, humans are, we're so caught up in, in being heard and letting ourselves talk and be the ones who are uh, seem so smart that when they start talking, they're only a couple sentences in and already you want to reply to something in those sentences. Therefore, you start thinking about that reply and you aren't even paying attention to the other five sentences that they say before you reply. Then you say your thing and they're like, what the heck is the matter with you? I just said that. I just clarified that. And you're like, no, you didn't. Well, yeah, they didn't in the first three sentences that you're thinking about, but they did after and you weren't listening. So listen to everything. Listen to their whole story. We talked about that entire story. That was an episode title. Let them tell their entire story. So you need to let them speak and you need to be thinking about what they're saying. 
for those of you in a relationship, that is probably some of the best advice you're going to receive. Ask anyone who's been married for a long time. Listening and conversing well is, is a great thing. So there's some free relationship advice. When you're working with people who you're trying to get the story with, another thing is relating to them. We talked about that. I've mentioned it before. Rephrasing questions back to them. They said something. You're going to take whatever they said. And so you said X, Y, Z. When that happened, what did you feel like doing? Or something like that. Bring in their feelings to it. Bring in their mind or what they were thinking. Or what, what did that do for you in that situation? What were you thinking about in that situation? Ask them stuff like that. Or even ask them stuff about the senses. What did it smell like? What did it sound like? Did it bring back any memories? Ask these questions that poke a little deeper into their mind and their memories and their life. You're getting into their heart here with these questions. That's what this is doing. This is poking down into their heart and retrieving things that might be important to them. It's retrieving memories or past things that aren't really even related to what's going on now, but you're making them related by redirecting some kind of a question and a feeling. And what this does is this is going to make them feel like you really care. Now, maybe you do and maybe you don't. But either way, if someone feels like you care about them and like you care about what they're saying, and you cared enough to ask these questions that, let's face it, nobody else asks. No one really asks about how it made you feel, or did it bring back any memories, or what it sounded like, or tasted like. No one asks these questions. So when you ask them, not only is it going to be a little unusual, but it's going to arise some feelings inside of them, like, wow, this is unusual. This person is strange. They care. They're asking these questions. I'm going to answer them. And by Doing that, you're developing that deeper relationship with them and you're going to get them to be more cooperative and they're going to feel like they like you a little bit more. Now, you may not believe anything they say. You may not care about anything they say. But in doing this, you're going to get to the truth, which is what you want to learn. Remember I said you may have to engage in a little deception yourself. Well, if you really don't care about whatever they're saying, and you think they're a, a terrible person in a low life, and you hope they go to jail, well, in doing all of this, you might get your wish. But in this conversation, you are acting like you care, or you're pretending you care, so that would be a little deception right there. Either way, use this in those interrogation techniques in those situations where you're looking for the truth, but also consider using it in your everyday life for those you truly do care about. I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Deception Tips Podcast. I hope that you'll share it with your friends, subscribe to the feed, take a look at the Deception Tips videos, the blog, and check out the books I have available. And as always, tune in next week for a new Deception Tip.